Welcome back to the For the Ladies podcast, where we chat with women who love, work, and challenge the game of golf every day. I'm your host, Abby Liebenthal. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to Ladies of Golf, um, where we introduce you to women working in the industry and playing the game that we all love. Um, Today, I am speaking with Mackenzie Mack, who is Associate Executive Director at the First Tee of Tennessee in Memphis. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to to meet you. I'm so glad that um, Josh connected us. The the little AJGA connections keep keep me going, which is nice. Do you guys work together? We do, yes. Next. He works in Nashville and I work in Memphis, but we're under okay. the same umbrella. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, and so is the first T, is that associated with like Tennessee Golf Association? Yes. Yeah, so in Tennessee, um, the Tennessee Golf Foundation kind of houses all of the chapters in the state. Okay. Um, which is great because we get that support from them financially, resources wise, just knowledge base, 100%. So all five of the um, Tennessee chapters are all under the same. So we're all family. Nice. That, yeah, that's awesome. So you can kind of like pull resources, ideas. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're here to talk about you today. Um, so I just, you know, want to kind of start more at the beginning, you know, um, I read that you and your sister played a lot of different sports or activities before you guys landed in golf. Um, but playing in your first tournament, like really gave you the competitive golf bug. Um, I'm curious, like just how old were you when you started to play and, and maybe like, what was it about competing that did it for you? Sure. Um, so I, my first tournament, I think it was about nine. Okay. So I had started about seven. So I had been on the range with the instructor for two years and uh-huh. he said, go play. And so my tournament was actually the first time playing. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and me, I showed up in jeans and a t-shirt, like we had no clue what was going on. Sure. Um, and, um, I actually placed. And so, um, what, it just was a new side of the game that I had never seen before. So I had never seen the course before. I'm like, well, this is way more fun than the range. Oh and my then, gosh. And then I get a trophy, like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like a good day uh, to me. So um, that's kind of when I wanted to keep going. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I feel like, yeah. you know, I am certainly everybody has a different journey with the game, but Um, you know, my experience was, you know, doing a clinic and doing all the different parts of the golf course, learning what they are, and then heading to the golf course, but you just like went right into the fire. (laughs) We we had no clue. Nobody really was there to tell us. My mom didn't play. Nobody in my family played. So we're just learning as we went. So (laughs) I I was going to say it worked out to your benefit. Um, that's fantastic. So does your sister still play? She plays occasionally. So she's a lawyer out of Atlanta. So she played division one golf as well. And um, 
she uses it for corporate outings. So she gets invited to every corporate outing because she's she's played golf her whole life. So she's really good. Um, so she uses it for networking more than um, anything else. Um, but we definitely have our um, family uh, battles during yeah. Christmas time. And unfortunately, she her record's a little bit better than mine. Uh, <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> um, so that's always an issue between us two. And actually, the um, I don't know if you can see all the way in the back, there's a newspaper clipping of yeah. us. Yeah. And because um, we played on the same um, high school team together because we're only two years apart. Okay. And in the article, she said that she always rooted me to be second. always first so oh my god (laughs) so we're very competitive with each other yeah but it was probably also nice to have that person to play with too yeah I always knew that I had a playing partner I always had her to come with me um and my mom would come and she'd be the commentator and so um she'll be like on the tee and if you missed a shot she'd like be smack talking and and (laughs) that one is the favorite daughter for the day so oh my gosh <laughs> so it was a it's a whole thing it's a whole a thing. little competitive yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome I mean it's a good it teaches you good lessons so I you know it's good to have a competitive strength in you um so okay so then did you go on to play you played college golf as well and where did you play I played at Indiana State University. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I went to IU. So okay. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, she's Midwest. I know. I know. It's a little different. Um, but how was that experience? Um, it was great overall. I think going from Las Vegas to the Midwest mm-hmm. um, was a change, especially in the weather. I think my freshman year, like playing in 30 degrees and like some snow days, there was many days that I looked at my coach. I was like, are you sure? Like, you want me to go play today? Like, are you positive? <laughs> um, and so I learned a lot um, being there. Um, Indiana State was a great school to learn. They really treat their um, athletes well and, and help you in whatever you need. So it was like a family in the athletic department. And my team is great. I still talk to them to this day, um, all my team mem- members. And um, I had a great time. I would I would go back tomorrow and do it all over again. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh, I I so I didn't play a, um, a college sport, but I'm always like pretty envious of people who did. I think it's a completely different experience than what somebody who just you know goes to school and does their thing. Um, I'm, a, I think it's, it's awesome. Busy, it's a busy schedule that people don't realize sometimes. I always yeah. ask like. The, Non uh, athletes on campus are like, what do you do all day? Because I'm like jam packed. Like, <laughs> right. Going from like appointment to appointment, class, yeah. practice. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. It totally teaches you like time management, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, before we move on to like, you know, more of your professional career, I did read that while you were competing in high school, there was. Um, a competitor who actually refused to play with you because you're black, as well as just some other um, incidents that to me were truly appalling. Like, you know, frankly, you know, this time in general certainly makes me look in the mirror and makes me evaluate my actions. But for you at such a young age, you know, how did you handle um, incidents like that? Um, That particular incident was um, 
just, it, it catches you off guard. There's not sure. much you can really do. Luckily, I had a coach there that kind of, like, had my back and kind of was, was the middle person between me and that family and that coach. So, um, but it was, it was 45 hour long, you know, discussion about how we're going to play, who's, why they can't play with me, all of these things. Um, so unfortunately for me and, and other African-American people, it just becomes the nature of the beast. So, you know, my mom and the people around me have, it's, it's almost like you kind of expect it or, or you know it's coming, so you kind of already have adapted to it. So um, unfortunately, that's really what, you know, that's what systematic racism is, right? It becomes the norm. It becomes what's regular. And I think that's the scariest part about it is that it becomes something that you're just used to. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that doesn't continue to be the norm so the next generation isn't used to that kind of treatment. But you kind of just take it in stride and you just keep going because you just know that that's just what's going to happen. So, um, yeah, I just knew that one, I had to play and mm-hmm. let my playing do the talking at that point. Um, and I just knew that I had to beat her and the rest of the team. So <laughs> like that was just what it was on that particular day. My mom, once my mom got wind of what happened, she of course took it to, um, leadership and and principals and and school districts and all of that to to make sure that didn't happen again so um fortunately had adults around me that kind of could step in and and let me continue to be a kid and play um but it 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 just happens it is i don't know yeah it happened and you know you just you did everything you could to like take it in stride and, and continue to move forward which is amazing. So did you ever have experience like experiences like that once you were playing collegiately? Um, collegiately, I had some subtleties. I think in golf, it's the subtleties. Mm. Um, it was always um, people shying away from me, um, people not sitting at my table. So I had to I'd sit by myself because they didn't want to sit next to me. Um, calling me black girl instead of my name. Like everybody else has a name, but I don't have sure. a name. So it's little things like that, that you go through and you, all you can do is, is you, you, you confront it when you can and when it's necessary. Um, but you just keep going. You got to persevere. Yeah. And, and I do, I, I think I read somewhere that you, you know, you, personally just took up um, really knowing the rules of the game and just kind of being like an expert of the game. So nobody could, nobody could argue you, nobody could say like, well, that's wrong. Cause you know, nope, it's here black and white. Like this is, these are the rules of the game. This is what we need to do. And, and I thought that was such a smart approach to, to doing things, you know, now like it's so cheesy, but knowledge is truly power and clearly you harness that. Absolutely. It didn't take me very long to learn, <laughs> like after a few outings that um, that that's one area that I needed to improve on to, to make me a stronger competitor and just hold my own out there. Um, and um, right away, I've had instances where, I've you know, girls have told me I could drop somewhere when that's not really where I can drop to set me up for failure. And um, so the more that you know, the more that you can kind of defend yourself and just make sure you're in the right position at all times. So, so yeah, the rules were, were my friend and, and I just kept up on them. I still do to this day, even with all the changes they've been making. Um, mm-hmm. And I 
sure that the junior golfers know too. Um, it only helps you in the long run. It can't hurt you. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, do you kind of pass that on now to the kids that you mentor in the first tee? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They, every kid has a rules book because I think it's important that they have a rules book. Um, and I always tell them you don't have to know every rule, but you have to at least know where to find it, right? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I know every single rule in the book, but I know exactly where to find the right answer for any any questions that might come up, and that's what they need to know. Um, and um, I always have one in my bag. I think everybody should have one, and I make sure my juniors do, especially when they play tournament golf. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's. I think it's such a smart strategy, and uh, just, you know, prove, prove, prove to people that, you know, you're doing things the right way along the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. At what moment then did you kind of realize you wanted to play professionally? very young that I wanted to play professionally. Um, yeah. I loved the game. I loved everything that came with it, the competition, the, the friendships, um, just traveling. I traveled a lot as a child um, playing junior golf. So that was a lot of fun. So why not make money doing it? So yeah. I, I, it seemed like a great idea at, at a young age. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I wanted to play forever. Yeah. And did you, and you just, what processes did you go through to, to try to, you know, have that as a career? Um, well, playing a lot of junior golf events, AJGA, um, uh, a lot of the getting ranked as a junior, but playing division one golf was, was on the list too. Um, mm -hmm. you somewhere where you're going to be better after your four years, um, which I felt like I was after leaving um, Indiana state, I had a great coach um, who had played some, some tour events himself. So um, he had a lot of knowledge to share with me about it. And then um, I played some Q schools. Okay. anymore, <laughs> but um, it was um, Q school. So did some Q school when I moved out to Florida, played some mini tour golf, um, had some semester tour status. Um, okay. and, and yeah, and, and tried my best to play. Yeah. Would you ever like want to try that again? No, no, you <laughs> like you're you know, you're like I, I gave it a, a shot and like I found what I love. Yeah, yeah. It, playing professionally is very tough. So um, it's tough financially. It's tough mentally. It's tough, period. Um, so I really commend all the players that are out there grinding it out every day um, to make it work. Um, I I had a great time those three seasons that I played and met a lot of good people and got a lot of experience. Now I won't ever stop playing competing. Um, there's plenty of events on the P you know, within the PGA of America and within the LPGA professionals. Sure. Um, so I still compete and still play um, just full time. I don't think that that's as fulfilling for me as what I'm doing now. Yeah. And for those who don't really know what the first T is, what, what would you explain to them that, that you are doing now? So the first T is a nonprofit organization. It is a world um, organization who has about 138 chapters um, in the U.S. and about 15 chapters outside of the U.S. And the whole mission is to impart life skills um, into the youth through the game of golf. So we use golf as the vehicle for youth development. Um, so we're not just your regular sports agency in that the sport is not 
our sole um, mission or sole goal is to make them good golfers. We're trying to make them good people as well. So everything that we do incorporates our nine core values and making them a better person. Um, and if they become a great golfer, that's great. But um, sure. we rather have good people that um, get through college and, and try to help them do that. Is there like a certain um, player or a moment that, you know, really has stuck out to you in, in your career with the first tee? Um, like a participant or because I've been a participant of the first tee. I grew okay. up as well. So I've, I've been oh, nice. shoes and I've, I've been on the director's shoes too. So oh I my guess, gosh. Yeah, so first it's totally come full team. circle. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't realize that's awesome. So, so of course it's like it's, it's totally come full circle for you, and that must be so rewarding. Yes, definitely. Like I, I'm still shocked some days because I still talk to my program director um, from Las Vegas, and yeah. I'm like, how did I become you? Like, how did this happen? So <laughs> that's awesome. So, so, um, so, so memorable from a, being a participant. So I played in the first tee um, Pebble Beach Open twice. Oh, and nice. um, one year I went to go tie my shoe and Arnold Palmer sit next to me on the bench. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> That's insane. How cool. How special. How well, old were you? Um, I'm high school. So okay. I'm in high school maybe junior sophomore junior year that's crazy yeah that was fun my mom was with me so she Aww. was she was like she's like <laughs> sitting next to you <laughs> so that was fun and then um as a director um probably my program director right now so i'm associate executive director of memphis my program director that i have with me here is a past participant that I had in Tampa. Mm. And um, so I've seen him grow up and, and um, in the program. And when I first met him, he, was, he wasn't even in the program, not kind of golfing, not golfing. Um, I'm like, you need to come golf. Like you're golfing, get over here. And so I've seen him go through high school and um, just really succeed. And he's going through the PGA program now and trying to just seeing him grow and seeing how golf really changed his life and mm -hmm. I and that really is important that's what it's all about for me is is knowing that we can change somebody's life for the better so I mean so I volunteered this summer with girls golf um in Toledo Ohio where I grew up um and teaching you know the different lessons each week it was it was funny because they you know the girls some of them were so young they didn't really understand it at the beginning but then you know by the end they they would kind of figure out what these words mean <laughs> what does empower mean so it was cute to see it come full circle but from your side of things in your opinion how do you think the lessons or the yeah I guess the lessons how do you see them kind of evolving as as we evolve um, as people I think um, I, I see it evolving from each cohort of kids every mm. year. Um, yeah. Different things happen in their generations as they go. So respect, courtesy, confidence, that never changes. It's just the examples that we give that change, right? Um, so maybe um, doing chores with the older generation might be something. And this time it's like, okay, we need to 
turn off the video game. So it's more of the examples that change, okay. um, not the not the core messages, because I think they're um, timeless. Yeah, no, that's right. I completely agree and never thought of it that way. Yeah, they, they definitely are evergreen, but the examples will certainly change us just because the things impacting our lives every day certainly change. Yes. Trust me, I'm trying to keep up with my little ones. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, they'll like bring up like, yeah, they'll bring up names of games or shows or music. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> or they'll bring me like a bracelet and I'm like, what yeah. is this? <laughs> oh, I yeah. love it. Um, no, that's really interesting. What does the, um, like, what does your chapter kind of look like? Where do the kids come from? Um, our kids come from everywhere. Um, so I do a lot of um, community partnerships. So okay. Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, um, church groups, all of that. So a lot of them come from community organization partnerships, but it, it, my program is open to anybody. So they can come from anywhere. We have multiple locations around town so that nobody has to drive super far to get to get to us and be part of the program. Um, so they come from anywhere and, and we're luckily we're in a place where we don't have to turn any way, anybody away um, for financial reasons. Mm -hmm. um, so everywhere we want them to come from everywhere <laughs> and what do you kind of see um for yourself um in you know whether it's with the first tee or working in the game of golf see as in, as in what uh, i like see for your future like where would you oh, like I to do? see yourself yes <laughs> oh that's tough <laughs> um i i don't know i just want to continue to make an impact um, as much impact as I can and um, on as many people as possible. Um, I don't know exactly what that looks like. Um, mm -hmm. I think as I keep going, it keeps evolving. So um, I'm open and just wherever the need is, that's where I want to be. Yeah, no, I think that's wonderful. And I think you're, you're probably at the right place at the right time and, and happy with what you're doing. So yeah, absolutely. As long as there's a need for, for change and impact and, I, I'm there. I want to yeah. do it. It doesn't matter what the how hard it is or if it's people say it's tough. I want to be there because I think every every kid deserves an opportunity to to play the game and 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 have everything that it has to offer. It's done so much for my life, so I want them to have that same opportunity, whether they want to do it, or, you know, continue on the same path or not. Um, I just want every kid to at least have the opportunity to participate. I love it. And that's what, I mean, First Tee is a fantastic program. So yeah, I'm sure you're, you feel that you're in the right place for, for the moment. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so with For the Ladies, we, so our program teaches young professional women how to play golf. So maybe they didn't learn as a junior, they weren't open to it, and now they would like to learn. So I know you do work with juniors a bit, but every question I like to ask a participant um, is, what advice do you have for, for young professional women who would like to pick up the game? My advice is to grab a friend and find a, a golf professional. Um, I think that is the key. What I found is that women that grab a friend and come out, usually love it, stay with it, and have a great time. Um, I do a lot of lessons with, with ladies, and, and that seems to, to be what works. Um, and also my advice for professional women I, is you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not playing this game because everybody in your office, um, 
um, executives, they play this game and that's where they hang out. That's where they build relationships. And if you're not there, you're doing yourself a disservice. So um, I recommend that you pick up the game, learn. You will be invited to every golf outing because the ladies get to play from the forward tees. Um, none of the men can putt as well as we do. So you will be an asset to the team. I just say, take that, take that next step and, and, and come on out. Yeah. And where would you recommend? Cause I think this is one of my bigger questions sometimes that I keep receiving during uh, COVID is like, where should women look to find a PJ professional? Sure. So, um, you can go to the PGA.com has PGA directory. So you can okay. look at someone specifically in your area. Uh-huh. Also the LPGA, um, has a website as well. Um, LPGA, uh, women's network where all of it's focused on professional women, keeping them in the game. Um, they have trips, they have clothes, they have everything on there that um, you would need to get started, continue, meet friends. Um, so I would definitely recommend that because it's focused for that demographic. Perfect. That's a perfect answer. I appreciate that. I, it's been such a funny time. Like, with um, the pandemic, you know, people are looking for those outdoor activities and clearly golf has um, been the benefactor of that. So it's, it's nice to see, like, I love seeing my inbox filled with like, where should I learn or where should I go play? So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to see golf um, going in the right direction and people enjoying it and it's safe and it's good exercise and it's yes. a good time to meet people and you never, you can meet somebody every time you go to the golf course, somebody new. Um, so it's a great way to to kind of social distance, but be social. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, thank you so much for, for your time today and answering a few of my questions. Um, but if somebody's looking for you, do you have any like social media or a website that they could go to? Absolutely. So I have my personal website, mckenziemack.com. Um, I have Instagram, mckenziemackgolf, mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, I have Twitter, but Twitter's a little fast for me, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's fast for me, too. Way too fast. <laughs> I have that. Um, I'm, I'm wherever you need me. I am there. Um, First Tee of Tennessee and Memphis. You can go to that website. My email's on there as well. Um, I'm, on, on, I'm on the PGA website. I'm on the LPGA website, too, if you're looking for instructors. And, and I do respond. I think it's important to, to respond. So I do respond and, and love to help. So please don't hesitate to contact me. No question is too small. Um, And I'm here to help. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. I'm sure sure we'll have some people reaching out really soon. But thank you for the time. It was nice meeting you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Our original music is composed and performed by my talented and wonderful friend, Ryan Young. If you're looking for more from For the Ladies, visit us at fortheladies.net and on Instagram at fortheladies. That's F-O-R-E.